Hello and welcome to Covert Castaway. I'm Holly. Je suis Stéphane. Join us as we share what we learn and how we're making the transition to liveaboard cruising. Happy New Year, everybody, and welcome. And welcome to uh, season six. So we're starting season six now, which is exciting. Mm. Can you believe we did? We've been doing this. A well, while. It was pre-cruising. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, six season. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty cool. So um, we wanted to give everybody an update on what's going on with the boat. We just posted some new pictures uh, that were sent to us from Outremer. And it looks like the carbon bulkheads are in. Yeah. I mean, they send pictures every, every week, every Friday. So that's super cool. Cause that's something to look forward to. Like, and now it's the whole structure structure of the boat right. is in. So I'm, my understanding is they have to let it cure and sit there in the mold. But the next step is yeah, take off. It comes out. Yeah. It comes but out what's weird mold. about the pictures is like, does the boat look big or are the people little? It's weird. It's like a weird yeah. um, angles, you know, because when they take wide angle, you never really know how big things are. Yeah. I think it's a combination of the picture and the fact there is no floor. So now you see the whole hull. Yeah. But it looks humongous. It looks really big. Yeah. <laughs> so, you guys look at the pictures and check it out on uh, Facebook or Instagram, mm. but it's just, you know, it's sort of, it needs a warning, like objects appear bigger than, than they are, or people appear smaller. I don't know. Yeah. It's a really weird thing, but it's cool to kind of see how, you know, it's starting to come together. And then we know the people who have hole number one and they're actually have pictures of what the kitchen's going to look like and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's really coming yeah, together. Hole number one will be on display at the multi-hole Bocho, Catamaran Bocho. I forget the exact name. It's in La Grande Motte in April. Yeah. So that's that will be that the, was the one we went to this past year, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so that cool. will be the first time the Neutromia 52 is at the, on display at the boat show. Mm -hmm. So Super we cool. won't be there, unfortunately, and uh, but that'll be fun to see, I guess, some coverage, media coverage, yeah. video, or pictures. even just the pictures would be awesome. Yeah, because I mean, what we've seen is all computer drawings. So next Up pictures, I guess, will be like like in the the real boat, real boat. in the water. Yeah. So you've made some decisions on your sail plan. <coughs> uh, did I? Our sail plan. <laughs> we did. Um, yeah, well, we had the uh, the flat sails. The decisions had been made a long time ago. And then we needed to finalize the downwind sails. Um, so which, you know, how many sails? <laughs> uh, how much? <laughs> so there was a lot of uh, back and forth uh, to try to make sure we we make the right decision. That was pretty easy to get uh, an an A two, an asymmetrical spinnaker, a big one, um, and that will be useful when it's uh, we want to go downwind in light air. Um, but then we had a big gap between the Genoa. And um, and then, well, the A2 will be for light air, but we had a big gap between the Genoa and sending downwind in strong winds. 
And so we ended up selecting a code 65, a really nice one, mm. <laughs> meaning really expensive yeah. too. So that was like a difficult decision, but we made that decision. And what's funny, so we feel pretty what's good. What's a code 65? Maybe you should explain that. Uh, well, on a simple level, I mean, we... We, we have a Genoa, so we'll probably be able to sell to 90 degree to the wind. But after that, it's it's the Genoa becomes like, you know, uh, not very great to trim. So uh, obviously, ideally, you need more sales, but we need to control the amount of sales and the budget. So this cut 65 seems to be the best sell to to almost do some reaching with it and um, and to sell pretty well our goal has been to sell downwind angles not dead downwind and so this sale will allow us to to do that but it has a pretty wide range of um of uh, selling angle so we hope that's that's uh, will happen to be true and and at night during scrolls and if we want to sell angles these sales will be like uh, plenty strong and everything for to keep it up and sell downwind like this but now it's interesting because you go through making decisions and then it's and your decision making or your your kind of things we said from the beginning okay we're not going to sell with a, a symmetrical spinnaker and dead downwind that's what we would have done with our fountain peugeot sauna 47 we have a performance boat and we're going to sell it like a performance boat how it's intended but the utome happened to sell really well also dead downwind a lot of people cross the ocean uh, with a symmetrical spinnaker so that's not our primary uh, goal but now that we have this beautiful code 65 and expensive code 65 and at times it might be good to have a cheaper cell oh <laughs> like a symmetrical spinnaker where in some condition based on the sea state and stuff it might be good so Right now, we haven't made that call. We're going to sell this summer with, uh, with our sales, and, um, and then we'll make a decision. But it will be a much cheaper sale. So obviously, when you cross oceans, you put a lot of wear and tear, a lot of hours on your sale plan. Um, so now that you want to kind of baby oh sit that code 65, Steve, I have to work with people. This is <laughs> so what. anyway, it's always interesting to have these conversations. And, and, um, so, so that's where we're at with the cell plan. At least we're going with, um, uh, so we have to, to uh, obviously, uh, we're going with all North cell plan. So that goes from the main, the stay cell, the Genoa, the code 65 and the A2. Those are our sales uh, at the moment. Uh, what else have we... Um, well, we've been up to a lot of snow. We've had a lot of snowfall ooh, here since... Yeah. So we got back... We spent Christmas with our family in San Francisco, and then we got we came back up here. And um, since I think it's like 10 or 11 straight days of shoveling snow, which is an awesome hit class. Mm -hmm. That's been really great. Yeah. <laughs> At altitude, 7,500 feet up. Um, yeah, but the, the weather here in, um, California has been nuts. California, Nevada, Sierra has been kind of crazy with all of these. Uh, yeah. Along the coast, they've had a lot of, uh, obviously storms before it comes to us. They get it over there. A lot of rain, a lot of flooding. Uh, so it's 
pretty bad that it's coming all at once, but it's also pretty good because we've been in a drought for now a few mm-hmm. years. It'll be nice and to have And so the, the reservoirs and are, are going to start to fill up and the snowpack, when it will melt, will also fill that up. So it's great for skiing. It's also a lot of work for the people here. Yeah, you know it's really bad, the snow and the storms, when the the um, the ski resorts are snowed in. You know, they're, they're been completely buried trying to dig out the um, chairlifts and <clears throat> all of those things. That, and we got a snow, major snowstorm with like rain and freezing and then snow after that. And so the, all the equipment is frozen. frozen. And that was yeah. over like New Year's Eve, New Year. So those guys have been around the clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, power um, Power's cuts. gone out, yeah. So they had those <clears throat> issues and we've been lucky so far. So yeah. Um, so we've been doing that, which is uh, makes for a great environment for me for writing um so mm-hmm. i've been trying to finish up this book i've been working on um that maybe one or two people will read at some point mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so that's been something um and then gearing up a little bit here and and um starting and the new you year want with you mention what type of book oh, it's a business book no one cares here but <laughs> <clears throat> but um the the thing that's been um really cool too is is i've been helping this company and um, in Australia, and it's it's really fun and awesome, and we're gearing back up for the year. And um, yeah, so we're gonna head back to to Australia. It looks like here in a few weeks. That's exciting. From winter to summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um, and and you know Melbourne's interesting because you think oh it's it's Australia it's gonna be hot and it's this weird could be hot could be cold you don't really know oh at that time i haven't mm. checked lately but no I it's imagine. been up and down yeah, now yeah. it's been up and down oh, yeah i've been wow. talking to people yeah interesting so before we go on to talking about our up cl- upcoming year and the full plan why don't we hear about your new job <laughs> job of jobs he's um he's taken on the role of sailing Allen's social media maven <laughs> you've been up to a lot of stuff yeah i mean a goal has always been to share our adventure that's the purpose of those podcasts the blogs you know sharing information on facebook instagram uh, we've benefited from others who've been mm-hmm. there before us and we enjoy sharing and uh and helping other people hopefully mm-hmm. And, and at the same time, the other goal has been building community. So meet people through this uh, through this kind of uh, social format, media yeah. format. Yeah. So so we keep on evolving around this. Um, so recently, we created a, a, a Facebook group um, called the Selling Owen Private Group. If I got that right, yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Um, and so if you go, uh, it's private in the sense that once you're in, only the members know who the members are. And, yeah, yeah. But you can find the group um, by searching Facebook, it yeah. or, or send, us, send us an email or something and, and we'll send you an invite. Uh, the goal of this private group is to unite basically fellow cruisers, liverboards, and uh, have more in-depth conversations on some topics. Um, and debates, you know, like yeah. things to talk about. And you've been busy making some blocks too on... 
So yeah, so yeah, our group, um, eh, that's one thing. And so creating some blogs about all the research we've done and decisions we've made uh, for Automia 52. So trying to put this into words. So again, to share with other people. Um, so some started with some blogs around uh, there is a new Iridium Go coming out, uh, which hasn't been announced yet. Um, so... That's something we're definitely looking forward to, uh, to make a switch from the old one we had on our previous boat to this new model because it's higher bandwidth. If we can get it, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's uh, the hope. Uh, but Starlink, we're not getting Starlink at the moment, but we've obviously done some research and been following this. And the Starlink website is very confusing and so created a blog with a table basically comparing the different Starlink options. Um, so we've been working on how we're going to terminate our Google Fi account. Yeah, finally, it's just it's I think it's gotten worse. I mean, yeah. it's really we're barely getting any coverage here. It's, it's yeah. so bad. Everybody also have four bars will be like, where's the signal? Yeah, friends and family like they all have same phones mm-hmm. and they have like great coverage. And, and it seems like totally silly. And we're paying way too much money for this type of service. And we work with them and there is no no yeah. improvement. So so we've been looking at um, uh, the next uh, cellular coverage we're going to get so that we a blog that will be coming out shortly. Just it's. it's it's a, it doesn't seem like a big deal because we're here, but, um, oh, why are you talking about cellular coverage? Because it kind of matters who you go with if you go international and you need to make international calls. And we're going to be traveling again a lot this year. So that international capability and, and, and how we get set up to actually get some kind of coverage on our boat. Anyway, it's covered in the in the blog around communication yeah, the main and thing- Wi-Fi. To, to kind of be aware is all those, and we're talking about U.S. cell phone companies, but I will assume that's true for uh, others. Um, you pay for um, a fee and to use their network, and they allow you to travel abroad as a regular tourist and basically do roaming. But they don't want you to be doing roaming for a like, long period of time, like <laughs> years. So, always roaming. So yeah, because it probably uh, cost them money, and um, so they basically cut you off. And the first year, first season with Google Fi, got lucky, didn't get cut off. Last year, I did. So suddenly, like you cannot, um, you don't have uh, access to the to the cellular network abroad. Um, and then until you come back to the U.S. And that's true for so T-Mobile, even if it's an international company, after a couple of months, they put it uh, that they will cut you off as well. So so yeah. since we are like liverboards and traveling a lot, uh, that's not a good solution to pay a lot of money to be cut off <laughs> at some point. So, so we're looking for something cheaper, better. Um, but you did a good blog on it on our on our sailingowen.com. So if people want to check that out, you can talk. You oh, can it's not it's not live yet. Because oh, it's we, we're going to uh, switch, and we're kind of working through everything. Switch, and then we'll write oh, why then, we switch. Then you're up there. And, okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. So. Um, and then, oh, just also, if we have Utomer listeners, so we've created um, um, another Facebook group for uh, Utomer owners only. Uh, we're planning to cross the Atlantic this year uh, in either direction. 
So right now it looks like we have 15 Uttermeers, about 15 Uttermeer boats that will be crossing uh, from the Canaries to the Caribbean uh, towards the end of the year. So some will join the rally, like the ARC, ARC Plus, or another rally. Some others won't, uh, will do it outside of a rally. So it'll be fun. Hopefully we can get a group of um, a mini rally, a mini Ultraman rally mm-hmm. uh, to cross the Atlantic sometime later this year. So kind of excited about getting this community, mini community together. Um, yeah. So, so you've been busy on kind a of, lot uh, of uh, doing marketing yeah, jobs. Yeah, I guess you are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we've been kind of gearing up for this year. Um, it's one thing about being home is you realize how much admin stuff you have to deal with. Um, and good thing is it all kind of comes together this time of year. Seems like we have to look back at medical insurance again this time of year. Um we are not happy at all with our Cigna Global plan, um, which was what we originally sort of settled on for our international medical insurance. So looking at that and then just everything else you have to sort of deal with administratively. U.S. problems. U.S. problems, yeah, at home. <laughs> um, and then I need to get a visa uh, for Europe again, and, and there's all that, and then they take your passport. So I, I need my passport because I'm going to Australia and da-da-da-da-da. Mm. So, Last year we had similar problems, but your passport was about right, to expire. Right, I had to get a new so. passport. So <laughs> anyway, it should be a little bit easier, but it's still all this stuff. So, so yeah, so we're excited because... Um, we're, we'll be in May for Ultramar Week again, which is great training. Well, before that, so yeah. fe- February, March. February, March, April-ish, um, we'll be in Australia, which I mentioned. Yeah. But the idea would be, um, there's some unknowns about how long that's going to last, but um, the the idea and the thinking, though, is in, in May, we'll be in Ultramar Week for a couple weeks hmm. in the Grand Mall. Well, you skip, you're going fast. Like you'll mm-hmm. be back in, in, in Tao mm-hmm. for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. We don't know yet how much time. And then fly to France, yeah, from mid-May to end of May. So mm-hmm. we have to move our personal stuff that is at my parents' house um, in Brittany. We have to move it down mm-hmm. to La Grande Motte, put in storage until we get the keys of the boat. So that will be one big thing. Then we have Outremer Week. Uh, so we have the big one is the medical training. We haven't been That's able to do That's the big one, yeah. I think we've done all the other training. Well, maybe not you because you've focused a lot on the sailing part. Well, I'm going to continue to do that. I need yeah. to make sure I'm really comfortable on the boat. And, um, you know, this will be what, our third? Official, our th- yeah. Third, third official. Utrecht. And so the training I Week. will have had... Mm. Um, you know, three, four weeks, if if you add all the time up between and before and after, um, on the boats, which is really good practical sailing on these boats. So I'm getting more confident. So that's really good. Um, and then June, July, August, June, July are a little bit up in the air in terms of, will you go? And then I'll work here or, um, well, meaning, like right now, what we're talking about is, will I stay the month of June and July in mm-hmm. France? Um, because we have to also buy some other stuff mm-hmm. um, that are like uh, 
uh, outside of the Outremer list of things to approve to provision yeah, just the like boats. basic things. Well, not so basics. Yeah. There's well, the headsets and you know, like there's. Well, there is that. There is like the standard paddleboard. Yeah, yeah, there is yeah. all kind of stuff that you need to buy uh, that that was sold with yeah, the other yeah. boat. And so we need to um, uh, to buy those things. And um, so once we get the keys, we can load everything on the boat. Um, so and and when the boat will be put in the water at the end of May, so you don't we have hope. A, yeah, <laughs> we don't have access to the boat until the delivery. Um, but to be there might be also good to know kind of what's going on and maybe uh, give some updates uh, to listeners and be able to um, to maybe go out on the boat when they do the the test sales or they configure the electronics or something so so that's something uh, uh, I might stay it's complicated now to stay in like on mud especially in July because mm. it's uh, it's like the it's really high expensive. season lots of tourists there so yeah. to find a place mm. to stay is, is kind of nuts um, so anyway, we need to finalize that. And then, then once we get the keys of the boat at the end of July, then our focus is going to be on shakedown. So that'll be August, September, October, three months. Knowing that we'll have to come back to La Grande Motte and we'll probably have to spend some time in La Grande Motte. So at a minimum, we definitely want to do a trip to Tunisia. Uh, the goal, first goal being to do a more of a longer passage uh, to really push and test the boat and then come back to La Grande Motte and, and yeah. no later than mid-November start heading west to Gibraltar, to the Canaries and then cross the Atlantic Ocean in December. Yeah, uh, and I think we year. covered this in the last podcast, just kind of the general plan um, of the crossing um, this time next year. But um, yeah, we'll see how it goes, right? Like you don't know, we don't know yeah, what's going to happen. But we have mostly our year mapped out. Kind of last year was the same thing. It's funny when you put it in a timeline and yeah. you're like, okay. And uh, we mostly stuck to it, except we had uh, to come back to the US. Yeah. But the rest was like all line up and it looks like it's going to be the same this year. Yeah. There's some unknowns uh, here and there and work-wise and stuff. But, you know, all in all, I think I'm really looking forward to August. Um, you know, when we have possession of the boat and we can really, you know, learn how it is and, you know, see what it's like again, living on it and being on a boat again. So, yeah. And it, it's kind of interesting because, um, there's a lot of other, um, people it seems who are between boats or getting ready to get their boats. Um, the O'Kellys, for instance, you know, they're, they're the winds, you know, there, a lot of people are sort of between between boats or getting ready to get their boat. So I can definitely relate to that when I watch their videos, the Vagabond, et cetera, Ruby Rose, everybody's sort of in the same spot. Mm-hmm. So it feels kind of weird to talk about all these land things on a sailing podcast versus like Although being on a boat. the Achilles, who we met in Melbourne, mm-hmm. are definitely very close to getting their new boat. I know. So excited for them. Really excited for them. It's uh it's, I think they're, they're really excited to get back on a boat too. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, anything else we, we need to cover? Yeah, that's, I think a good overview of what we've been up to and what we're looking forward to. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, as always, uh, shoot us a note at sailingallen at gmail.com. Um, check out our blog, or you can also check out some of these new, um, groups that Stefan's been working on and, and some bloggies blogs he's been working on 
And um, yeah, fair winds for now. Bon vent. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, like, or share with another covert castaway. Fair winds for now. Ha, 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 ha.